Welcome to Melanated Stamps. Melanated Stamps, a podcast highlighting and showcasing the stories of black and brown global chocolates. I'm so glad that you are here, and I hope that you're having a great day in coronavirus time. Um, so today's episode, I'm just doing some reflection because I am pivoting again. Um, I'm actually going back to work, and um, I have been in quarantine for quite a while, and I have absolutely loved the time. And I'm really like devastated that I have to go back to work because. Oh, for so many reasons. So I wanted to do like a chronology of the Rona and also like what my self-care plan looked like during this time because um, I feel as though I thrived more during the coronavirus time than like the average person who's currently freaking out. And I want to spend some time um, sharing some of my thoughts on how I was able to or to successfully survive, I guess. I don't know. That sounds a little weird. But to just make it through because um, it's difficult. And over the last like year and a half to two slash ten years, I've really tried hard to learn how to balance and how to be present in places that are uncomfortable um, and different and stressful. And so I'm actually getting pretty good at it, even though I, I do have freak out sets, freak out times often. Um, but I am pretty good at being able just to like be and to feel, um, and to push through difficult times. And so obviously the Rona is a difficult time and obviously like it's unpleasant. Um, so yeah, I want to talk to you guys today about like what my thoughts were, um, as I plan for this. First, Let's start with the chronology because it's crazy, y'all. All right, so I live in Shenzhen, China, which is across the street from Hong Kong. Um, and uh, I have been an English teacher here since October of 2018, which I think is basically 30 years because this place is rough. Um, and uh, every year in January, there is what's called the Chinese New Year. So we celebrate the new year, January 1st, but they do it like based on the lunar calendar. So it falls a little bit later. And in Chinese tradition, everybody goes home to be with the people. The Chinese folks, especially the young ones that are millennial age, hate it because they don't want to go home because it's just too stressful. Everybody's asking them when they're going to get married and it's just, it's just difficult for them. But everybody does it. And I was reading somewhere and they said that the, the, uh, Chinese New Year is the greatest human migration pattern known to man because everybody in China, 1.4 billion people, they all go home and it's amazing. So like in Shenzhen where I live, one, I'm too poor to go home and I don't want to. And two, I hate the flight. Um, so my town 
is between, it depends on who you ask, but between 15 and 20 million people. It's massive. And there's just people everywhere. It's rough. And so, um, also, like, my town is new. So, in uh, 19, I don't know, 40 years ago, they this town was a fishing village, and they basically built a metropolis in 40 years. It is insane, y'all. Um, and you got to give the Chinese folks some credit because they can build some stuff really fast and really efficiently. It's, it's great. Um, and so since it like since it's a new town, there are very few like local folks here um, compared to other places. Um, people come here to like suffer through, make their money, and then leave because it's not a sustainable place for you to like find happiness. Um, people work literally work their asses off, and then go home because it's too stressful. Um, so it's a working city. Um, because it's a working city, uh, with a lot of migration moving here, like post-college, you get lots of people, you know, once they're done with school, they come here to work. So during the Chinese New Year, when people go home, this city goes from 15 to 19 million people to a ghost town. And instead of people crowding the trains, like, I could lay down, which I would never do, on like the, the train seats because there's nobody here. And it's amazing. And I loved it. And um, some so many people are like, oh my God, what are you going to do for Chinese New Year? And I'm like, stay in my city because nobody's here and I like it. It's peaceful. It's quiet. It's clean. It smells good. It's great. It's great. Um, and so I stayed here, one, because I'm poor, and then two, because I don't know, it, it was fine. So that was January. Chinese New Year is about, it's like three weeks for the Chinese people, but for my company, because they're cheap, I had two weeks off. Glorious, I'm not, I'm complaining, but whatever. So, um, but basically the coronavirus, depending on if you believe the conspiracy theories, and I kind of do, um, but I can't talk about that publicly. Um, But, you know, the, the, shenanigans started and then people hit it for a while and then it finally exploded and came to the front forefront middle or right at the end of the Chinese New Year so that's when they shut down the city of Wuhan China which is far from me probably like an eight hour farther than that maybe 12 hour drive um three hour flight something like that um and then uh Basically, like, Chinese New Year just extended and extended and extended. So usually, like, we have the three-week holiday. Um, It just never stopped. And so um, I have been working at home or not not working since the middle of January. Um, It is now the end of May. So my job was bugging, and at the end of February... Um, they all called us in for this huge meeting and they were like, so funny story about your paycheck for February of the hours that you already worked. Um, you're going to get half that pay. And I was, and all of us were like freaking out and they were like, because we don't have any money and we can't pay you. And so deal with it because that's the Chinese way. I was like really upset because I'm working on a secret project where I need all of my funds to go to that project and I can't be sustainable at all. Um, without my salary so there was that then in March uh, like the middle or the first week of March 
they're like, so funny story. Um, now we're not going to pay you at all. And you're going to go on to Chinese minimum wage furlough. So, of course, we're foreigners. And so we get paid more than the average Chinese person. Cool. But when they put us on furlough, they put us at, on furlough for the Chinese people's salary, which ended up being about uh, 300 U.S. dollars, which is basically my rent and about uh, two weeks worth of groceries if I just eat vegetables. But it's not a lot of money. Um, that was stressful. So I quit my job um, and I transitioned into something else. And they were like, yeah, you can have a job when the school's open, but we're not really sure when that's going to be. So I um, had them work through my visa and it was basically fine. Um, but I still was not working. Um, and then basically just waited and waited and waited. And my first day back at work was May 18th. So I went from middle of January to May. That's January, February, March, April, May. It's four and a half, four months, five, almost five months. Like it's just, it's just so hard. Right at five months, I think. So, so difficult. I am so, 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 so poor. Um, but also, um, I cannot articulate how much I have loved this time. It's been absolutely crazy, the transitions and the amount of stress and anxiety of like, am I going to get a job? Am I not? Do I have to go home? Do I not? Like, where are my friends at? And I don't even have a lot of friends, but I was like, where, where are the people at? Like, what's happening? Um, and it's been rough. It has been really difficult. But I feel as though I have thrived during this time and I have healed and I have rested and I have um, been able to plan. Um, I honestly didn't realize how much stress and anxiety I have been under and working through and living in with just daily living shit in China, just daily survival in China as a black person, just surviving in a day. I did not realize how much stress and anxiety that was. Um, you know, like, I obviously stick out in crowds. Um, there's the pictures. There's the, I don't want to sit next to you on the train. There's the, oh, my gosh, I think you smell. There's the, um, you know, we're going to charge you extra because you're not Chinese. There's the um, being around so many people all the time. And it's just being, like, it's just, it's not clean. It's, it's just too much. Like, um, and then I'm completely illiterate here. Like I know eight words in Chinese. And so like, there's that piece as well of like trying to survive and get shit done and not being able to speak the language. So all of that basically just went away because I was able to do whatever the F I wanted all day, um, for five months. Like that's been glorious. I have loved it. <sighs> also second, I didn't realize how tired I was. Granted, like when I moved here, I went from having five jobs and working 70 to 75 hours a week to like working barely 35. And then, um, you know, those 35 were just like easy peasy, like go in, go in, do, you know, do jazz hands, teaching work and then go home. Like there wasn't, I wasn't doing a lot, but I was also grieving on top of that. And like, so like, I'm tired. I'm really, really tired still from when I was working super hard in the U.S. and I haven't fully recovered. But now I feel like I have. Like, I, I'm i awake, and it's really weird. The third thing, 
I didn't realize how much I needed a break from human beings. Like, and that's tough because like, I'm an educator. Like my job is, is interacting with human beings and making sure that they become the best version of themselves. Like that's, that's all I do as an educator. And, um, I love working with people, but I'm also an introvert and I take care of me first. And being in an educator space when you're all constantly being interfacing with other human bodies and minds and hearts and souls is exhausting. Um, and so I haven't had to do that for five months and it's been glorious. Um, and I feel ready to do it more now because I've taken a break. So uh, what have I been doing? Um, you know, I don't even know. Like, it's weird because part of me is like, is this the 1940s or is this 2020? Like, is it Thursday? Is it morning? Like, I have no idea. I completely switched my sleep schedule when I was um, during coronavirus time. So, like, I would wake up at 3 p.m. and stay up and then, you know, take a nap at 11 p.m. and then stay up till 6 a.m. most of the time and then sleep in till 3. Like, that was, so I was a night owl. And um, I was able just to enjoy and to listen to the peacefulness of China being super quiet. Um, it was great. Um, so basically, like, I've been doing everything and nothing at the same time, which is bizarre. Um, some days, like, I would do all kinds of things and check off things on my list. But honestly, those days were rare. I basically, like, did a whole bunch of, like, breathing and being and thinking and daydreaming and possibly if that's even a word like I did all of that all day so even though like there were some days when I would literally go out for a run and then come back in and like do whatever I needed to in the in my room which is tiny um but that was all um and that was enough uh some days like I did just a moderate amount um but I really worked hard on like making sure that I didn't um, feel bad for my lack of activity. Um, one of the things that I do struggle with is, like, I can literally be in bed all day and just not have any idea. And, like, I don't know. I just can't. Like, it's it's really easy for me to do that because I'm always busy thinking and sleeping and napping and processing. Um, but so the days have flown by. Like, I can barely believe that it's almost June now. Um, yeah. And... So yeah, that's basically what I've been doing. I, at least for me, the things that I would recommend for y'all, or I don't know, what I've realized about myself. Let's do that one next. Um, I've realized that like I need to disappear from society regularly. It's not like an option. I have to. Um, Two of my favorite... um, things that I, I did. It was basically, I did the same thing twice. Um, there's this town called Guangzhou, which is, uh, if you were following the news, it's the city where like the McDonald's where like the old lady like showed the sign that was like, no black people served here because you guys have the virus or whatever. It's that town, like where all the racial injustice like exploded. It's that place. And right now it is unpleasant for if you are not Chinese, like it still is awful. Um, but you know, China's, China's China. Um, and so I went there because that's where the embassy was. And I had to, like, go get my passport done. And I was like, oh, I don't, I seriously have, like, no money. And I don't know when I'm going to go back to work. 
So I don't have extra funds to treat myself to anything. Like, I don't have money. And even in that time, I was like, I could spend, I don't know, six U.S. dollars to uh, sleep in a hostel with some bodies and, I don't know, like, have, share a shower and uh, eat some bougie food. Because I'm, I'm going to eat well at this bougie place because it's vegan and it's delicious. So I'm going to eat bougie food, but sleep in a cheap, cheap hostel um, and spend the night. Get out of town. Spend, uh, how much is it? Probably like... Uh, 30 or 40 US dollars on the train ticket to get there. Um, I could do that. No problem. So that was option number one. Uh, option two was to actually get a hotel. And I was like, oh, do I really want to spend this money on a hotel? Like, because that's a lot of money. Because one, it's a train ticket. Then it's a bougie food. Because I'm, I'm going to eat the bougie food. And three, hotel and I could spend six dollars at the hostel then I like calculated it and it was like 30 US dollars for like a, a hotel room it's like a modest little spot and I was like do I want to spend that extra money and at the end I was like absolutely yes and I did that twice and that was probably like the highlight of my corona time was to get the f out of town spend the night in a hotel walk around the city eat vegan food, and just chill and be in a really nice squishy bed with really nice pillows and sleep all the way till 1229 when they knock on my door and kick me out. Oh my God, it was amazing. And I just want to encourage you all to spend a little bit extra, even when money is tight, just to treat yourself. Like you don't have to do it all the time. I've literally done it twice in the last five months and it has sustained me through the more difficult times of being in a little tiny ass apartment and having to eat the same ass food all the time like it's been glorious um just to think back on that time when I lived in a hotel room for and had a squishy bed and a squishy pillows and squishy uh comforter Ugh, I need to do it again so that's the first one. Second one I need slash you need contact with people I love and who love me back um over the last several years, I have been evaluating and reevaluating the people that I care about in my life and um, who those people are. Um, uh, and it's been hard because you, people, some folks who are well-intentioned, uh, who disagree with things that I say or do, um, who I may disagree with what they say or do, or we are we have, because of my choices or theirs, have gone in different um different places and we've gone to different um journeys now that don't match any anymore but they used to um but thinking about like do i what do i do with those relationships and um it's okay to grieve over them but also to let them go and then also over this time there have been some new relationships that i built that i didn't see coming as but now they're really good friends that i deeply care about um and so letting that process um, be organic and but also not strategic, but just um, be intentional about um, adding people and pruning people from your life. Um, I feel like that's a healthy process to go through uh, regularly when it comes to human interaction, um, because in the end, you are the person that needs to take care of you. So. 
because I have loved this time, um, I want to share some suggestions I have for y'all. Um, because uh, some folks don't know how to do this well, and I am not a therapist. I'm not a, I, I, I don't know how to do that. But I do know how to uh, do self-care. Some people are like, you're a Taurus. Of course you know how to do self-care because you're a queen of self-care. Probably. Um, but yeah. So here are my suggestions. Number one. I think there's like eight. I don't know. I don't count well. I have skills in other places. So number one. Read and schedule it. That's one thing that I did not do that I wish I would have done. I wish I would have read more. Uh, but I didn't. Like, when I was in my regular life, I read, um, I've been reading a lot. And then as soon as, like, I was at home, I didn't read much at all. And it's weird. But read, even if it's 10 minutes a day, read something. Like, read a book. Don't just scroll the Facebook, but, like, read an actual book. Um, number two, own your feelings. If you're feeling shitty, say it and be it. Some, some of the days, like, I was feeling super shitty, and I was like, you know what? I hate this life. I hate everything, and I'm just going to... I'm just going to be in a shitty mood. That's fine. Be in a shitty mood and be shitty, like, for the day. Because, like, it's not going to last forever. But I've noticed, and I've been working with my therapist, of, like, when I have feelings, I need to feel them and to let them be what they are. So whether it's, like, the highest of high of euphoria or if it's the lowest of low of depression or if it's anxiety, like, I need to feel it and to go through it and to let it be here and to welcome it into my space and, and have it move through. Uh, it's so hard. I don't know how to do that. So you need to go get your own therapist to figure it out. So if you feel like you're a superwoman or superman or super non-gender conforming a human individual, then say it and be it. So it go like there were some days and even some moments when I felt super shitty and then the next moment I would or next day I would feel like superwoman. You know, you know say it and be it. Number three, call your people. Whoever those people are, and even if they are not your people, don't call them. Don't engage because they're not your people. But those people that deeply care about you and you care about them, call them. Contact them. Get on videos, chat, Zoom, FaceTime, whatever the thing, app thing is that you need. But, like, contact them regularly. Number four, laugh at the memes. On my Facebook page, I have probably hundreds of things that I found scrolling Facebook because I was laying under my bed or laying under my blanket. And... I'll, like the things that I posted on my page were not for other people they were for me because I thought that they were hilarious and I wanted to see them multiple times so like laugh at the stuff that people are posting because humans are hilarious and they are um so creative and especially as black people we are able to turn the deepest of pains and agonies and the hardest of emotions into art and so like black twitter be live of all kinds of stuff just because that's what we have done historically one because we've had to and two because we can and it's just the way that we do things and i think that's beautiful so laugh at the stuff four rest i don't know and i don't know about the future but like we probably and hopefully may never ever ever have a time like this ever again where you're able to where you must stop everything. So quit fighting it and chill the F out. Like, just chill. This is your time to rest and to be. Um, and so do it. Whether you need to, like, sleep for two and a half, three, four weeks or months, like, do that. Because you haven't been, do it. If you feel as though you need to take a chill break from those things that are toxic for you, 
do it. Whatever it is, chill out, rest. Next, exercise, 100%. Um, every day I go to the grocery store. Now, because of the way China is, like everything is in like a close proximity. So like I can um, walk to my grocery store. Um, it's probably like a, I don't know, 40 minute, because uh, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not walking fast, but like 40 minutes, 20 minutes up, 20 minutes back, and I will go, I will put on my clothes, and I will walk to the grocery store, pick out my vegetables, pick out my stuff, and then walk back, and like, that's my exercise, and then at the beginning of the time, like, I was, I would do like a long walk of at least an hour, and I would put on my podcasts, um, and I would listen to it, and that was my time outside, and I would just, just walk, so go outside, um, and during this whole coronavirus time, I started running. So, like, because Chinese New Year, um, everything is shut down, I had sat up, was sitting on my bed in January, and I was like, I could have this time be when I get fat or I can get in shape. And I decided uh, to get in shape. And so I started running. So I downloaded an app, and I was like, well, we're going to run. And I'm slower than molasses, but I love it. And it was hard at first. Um, but now I run um, a 5K every other day, unless I'm bleeding. And so running, game changer. And if I don't exercise, I'm a mess. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a mess. Can't deal. Um, next. See, I don't even know what number I'm at. Uh, next one is eat well. So unfortunately, like, I'm vegan now. And I don't want to be that asshole vegan who, like, always talks about being vegan because, like, ugh, those people are horrible. But... Being vegan has revolutionized my body. Like, I'm more tired because I don't have as much um, protein right now. Um, because China's China. There's not a lot of stuff available. Um, and I'm also, like, not interested in, like, replacing my protein sources with soy because it messes with my uterus and my hormone levels. Um, but I do really enjoy how I feel being vegan. Um... So I've completely purged all the things out except for lemon cream Oreos. And I'm not going to be like, I'm not going to translate the lemon cream Oreo box to see if they're vegan because I don't give an F. I'm still going to eat them. So to the Oreo people who made the lemon Oreos, God bless you. They have sustained me during this time. And I love, I love you and I love them. And I, if they were a man, I would bury them. Uh, yeah, so veganism is, has been great. Um, and so I've been vegan since middle of March, but I was vegetarian, uh, since January. So I have cooked 100% of my meals, except like when I went out of town and I ate vegan there. And then also, um, uh, I went to a Mexican restaurant once or twice. And so I, but every other meal that I've had, I think has been at my house and I have saved so much money. And I feel amazing. So I'm going to continue, at least in my house, I'm going to continue being vegan. Um, but then if I go out, I'm not going to be like a vegan snob and tell everybody and make a scene at the restaurants. Like, I'm just not going to be that person. But in my house, um, I'm going to be vegan. All right. Next one is plan your pivot. So all those things that you've been like thinking about, like, oh, should I do it? Should I not? Like, I was planning to quit my job. Or I was planning to do that thing. Like, do that thing now. Um, or I don't do it per se, but like, 
plan to do it um, and to really put in time and effort and energy and thought into um, planning how you're going to pivot once coronavirus is over or even if you're able to pivot during coronavirus is amazing too. Um, lastly, reevaluate those things that you've had to give up during this time. So, so many things in our lives, we think that we have to do them and we don't. The life that we have created for ourselves may or may not be intentional, but like we, I feel like people need to can consistently and or regularly reevaluate the things that are in our in their slash our lives like we need to do that process um and so so many people are like oh my god my restaurants are closed did you need those restaurants oh my god like ugh, i need to like go out and do x y and z or be x y and z or not do or you know but think about like do i need those and then um, like the coronavirus time is going to be over before you know it and um, all the craziness and all the toxins and all the ridiculous are going to flood back with a vengeance and I would suggest taking time now to think about the simplicity of your life and and uh, consciously add or permanently purge those things away that are not beneficial so add those things that are good that are loving to you and purge those things that are not loving and that are keeping you from being the best version of yourself <sighs> those are my suggestions uh okay so for me um it's 11 22 at night i'm still on night owl time and i have to wake up at the crack butt crack of dawn like i'm so sad but um, I'm at the end of my virus season. Um, it's been a beautiful five months or four. I don't count well, so I don't even know. But it's been a beautiful season. Um, I've already been at work for a week. The transition has been rough, and my therapist is about to get an earful this week about how difficult this transition has been. But it's been, like, the time of me being in quarantine, I, oh, it's been so wonderful. And I know that it's hard for a lot of people, um, but really press in and I recommend just trying to be um, and um, take time to love on yourself and be patient with yourself. Um, yeah. And then also know that the like, at least if your life is going to be anything like mine, the transition from coronavirus back into real life was rough and is rough. And I have failed miserably. And I'm, and like, I need to practice that part. Um, so yeah, that's it, friends. Those are my thoughts. Um, please let me know, like, what you are thinking about. Um, please subscribe and like and, um, share with your friends. Um, I've gotten, some requests for this episode not this episode but for my thoughts um and so I did want to spend some time thinking about them and sharing my reflection so here you guys go as always be well um, be safe be loving to yourself um travel hard or travel lightly do as you will um but this time is a time to um be with yourself and know that it's okay to not be okay. So yeah, that's all friends. Bye-bye.